Hi, and thank you for tuning in to the Campus Rush Podcast. We know that this episode today is going to bless your life and take your vision to the next level. We hope that you can share it, subscribe, and be a part of what God is doing right here at Carleton University, around the world, at Campus Rush. Shout it again. Say, it is finished. Find five people in this room. Very prophetic. Find five people. Tell them it is finished. Come on, tell five people. Say, it is finished. Please be seated for two minutes. Let me speak to you. type of year you had. I don't know what type of year you had. I don't know what type of year you had. I don't know what type of year you've had. But there have been some instances this year that have been moments that have been beautiful but bloody. God has gotten the glory, but it wasn't easy to come to that conclusion. By a raise of hands, has anybody been in a situation that was so beautiful in its inception, but was so bloody at the end of it? Of it? In the sense whereby you've entered into something and you know that it's the promises of God. You know that it's the divine things of God. But yet in that situation, you had to endure some hardships to get to the end of that thing. Anybody, let me see by raise of hands. You had to endure. You had to endure. This year has been a year of endurance. It's been a year where the true nature of yourself, you were actually revealed to yourself. Yeah, some of you guys, this year... God showed you who you really are on the inside. If you don't pray enough, what happened was that his hand moved off of you and that showed. If you don't seek enough, what happened was that his hand moved off and it showed. So this year was the year of maturity for a lot of you where God literally gave you a Job experience. I'm talking to two people here. God gave you a Job experience where he removed himself from you and said, have you noticed my servant so-and-so? Have you seen my servant, Pastor David? Have you seen my servant, uh, Naomi? Have you seen my servant, Cynthia? Have you seen them, Satan? Have you seen her? Have you seen him? (laughs) And this year has been a bloody but beautiful type of year for some people. There have been some victories, but the victory was bloody. If you don't believe me, let's go to Luke. Because many times in the Bible, when you see that there is a victory, there's oftentimes blood attached to it. Oh my gosh. Everybody likes the story in Luke chapter 2 verses 1 to 20. And we talk about it all the time. It's Christmas season. We talk about the inception, the birth of Jesus Christ. We talk about baby Jesus. We know that baby Jesus uh, was was born from a a virgin named Mary. And we understand that it was by the influence of the Holy Ghost. Some of you guys may have even received jobs and situations by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. But in the ending of it, it ended bloody. So we talk about the story of Christmas, and I'm not going to harp on that. We talk about the story of Christmas, and the beginning of the story was a story that was beautiful. The beginning of the story talks about Jesus being born of a virgin in a manger. The three wise men come. They bring the gifts. They go. It's so beautiful to see the birth, but nobody likes talking about around this time of year the finishing of it. And if you go to John, you'll be able to see that after Jesus Christ had taken the sour wine, his final words on earth were, it is 
So when you look at the inception of a thing, many times people only look at how a thing began, but people don't pay attention to the ending of a thing. Don't you realize at the beginning of the year you have so much energy, then towards the end of the year you're basically scavenging and saying, God, bring on the next year. I'm done with this year. I've come to prophesy to somebody that there's still 12 days left in this year. And I don't know what you've been believing God for, but whatever you've been believing God for, he can still do it in this 12 days. I don't hear you in this place. I say he can still do it in this 12 days. Your faith is low. I said he can still do it in these 12 days. These 12 days is nothing for Jesus. He can do something in these 12 days. He can do something in these 12 days. I prophesy your victory is coming in these 12 days. John 19, 28 to 30 says, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. He was parched. He was tired. He had come to the end of his assignment. It says, now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled it with a sponge, and they filled the sponge rather with sour wine, put it on a hyssop, and put it in his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. Isn't it interesting that how many people in this place ran a track and field, ran cross country, ran any type of sport, or any, played any type of sport? Don't you know that the beginning of the game, you have so much energy? But at the end of the game, you are almost in overdrive. Some of you guys right now in this season are tired of this year. You know, they're not going to be honest with me, Pastor Oba, tonight. Some of you guys, if you literally could say, God, bring on 2020. You know what? Some of you guys are already mentally in 2020. You forgot about 2019. Uh-oh. You're like, forget about 2019. 2019 is over. It's done with. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. Until God says it's finished, it's not finished. Until God says you got the victory, you don't have the victory yet. I've come to prophesy to somebody. Don't give up on this year. You believe God for something. My God is a God that comes in the midnight hour. My my God is the God that comes when all things have been lost, when all faith has been low. My God comes in the midnight hour. If I had five people who believe it, shall I believe it? Please be seated. It's quite interesting that the sour wine was given right before he said it was finished. This is how a lot of people are feeling right now. They have sour situations right now. But I want to tell you something. The sour situation comes right before the accomplishment and the completion of a thing. Now understand this. That completing a thing essentially means that it's the beginning of a new thing. That's why the Bible says, behold, I do a new thing. I do a new thing. I do. Someone shout, God is about to do it again. Come on, say it. Say, God is about to do it again. The ending of a thing is the entrance of another thing. But I don't know about you, but I don't want to enter into a new season without God giving me what I need for this need, this now season. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to enter into 2020 without receiving all God has for me in 2019. How many people are believing with me now? I would hate to enter into 2020 without receiving all of the answers I requested in 2019, without receiving all of the blessings I require in 2019, without receiving all the things that God promised he would do in this year. God showed me prophetically, and we're going to read it in, in 1 Kings. God simply told me like this. He said, Kofi, what is happening right now in this church is that there's been a mighty, mighty, mighty gathering of the clouds. A mighty gathering of the clouds. 
Now, the one thing about the cloud is that every cloud, when it begins to gather, is an indication that it's about to rain. Someone shout, it's about to rain. Shout it louder, say, it's about to rain. Anytime you see clouds gathering and the clouds are thick, it means it's about to rain. Now, I'm not going to get time to go into the scripture, but if you go into the scripture in 1 Kings, you'll understand in the Bible that the Bible says that the prophet began to tell the king and said, King, go upstairs for it is about to rain. I don't know about some of you in this place have told people around you that you've received things you've actually not received yet. And you've told people around you that don't worry, all God wants to do in 2019, he's done, but yet still he has not done yet. You're operating like prophet Elijah, where you told the king, say, hey, don't worry, go upstairs and rest for there is going to be rain. You've stood on the promises of God, but you have not seen the fruition of God yet. You have not seen the manifestation of God yet. You've told people that he's done it, but he still hasn't done it yet. He still hasn't done it yet. So you know what Elisha does? Elisha goes up and he begins to pray. You see, this is what a lot of us have done in 2019, is we have prayed. We have gone up in the mountaintop. We have put our head between our, our thighs and we have prayed and we say, God, send the rain. God, send the rain. God, do it again. God, send the rain. And you know what God has done? After the seventh time of you praying, it means like I've said a couple weeks ago, he prayed a consistent prayer. He prayed a consistent prayer. I've already spoken to you about it, so I won't get into it. But there was power in praying the same prayer. He went up and he said, God, please bring the rain. God, please send the rain. God, please send the rain. And in verse 44 of 1 Kings 18, the Bible would then say, finally the seventh time his servant told him, I saw a little cloud about the size of a man's hand rising from the sea. Listen to me. You may not see the full cloud, but by the time this year is done, God will give you a sign to tell you, I'm about to send the rain your way. Just be positioned for I am about to send it. I don't know who this word is for. I didn't come to teach tonight. I came to prophetically declare to you tonight that I don't care what you are going through. If I be a man of God, you are about to see a cloud the size of a man's fist. And I love, I love the word of God. Pastors, I love the word of God. Because this is what the word of God says. It says, then Elijah said, hurry to Ahab and tell him, climb into his chariot and go back home. If he doesn't hurry, the rain will stop him. I'm believing God that the way God is going to answer your prayer will be in a way that everybody will know he's answered you. I'm believing God that when God sends the rain, it won't just be as if you're enjoying it. But when he begins to gather the clouds and send the rain, everybody will have to be on stand. Because when God begins to bless you, your neighbors will know it your parents will your professors will I'm believing God I'm believing God that when he begins to bless you when you enter the cloud don't look at me like that when you enter the classroom your professors will even know in 2020 something has changed about you your wisdom has changed your elevation is not the same you've risen to a different level why because when the rain of God begins to come everybody changes around you and I love this I love this just remain where you are and I love this you know why because then it says, oh, have your seat, have your seat. Then it says this, <laughs> oh God. And it says, verse 45, and soon the sky was black with clouds. That's exactly how some of your sky spiritually looking right now. Black with clouds means a good thing. It means abundance of rain. 
it means you've prayed so much that God has heard you it started like a little cloud but it ended up with the sky being black I don't know about you but don't get tired and don't grow weary if you see a sign it's because God is making that sign become a wonder before all the earth will know the sky is black and it means God is about to send the rain can I prophesy to 15 of you right now God is about to send the rain to your valley God is about to send the rain to your business God is about to send the rain to your family God is about to send the rain oh my god oh my god oh my god someone shout yes now look at this look at this it says a heavy wind brought a terrific rainstorm my god in these 12 days moving into 2020 may the wind of the Holy Ghost blow in your favor May the wind of the Holy Ghost blow in your face. You know what that means? That means that the north, you'll get blessings from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. All around you, you'll be blessed. You'll receive blessings everywhere you go. It means that the Holy Ghost will blow some things that didn't belong to you. It will begin to blow it in your favor. I'm talking about that job you didn't pray for. But in the year 2020, it just comes all of a sudden. It's the wind of God. You didn't actually apply for that contract, but God gave that contract to you. You didn't plan to actually get married, but then God brought the person for you. You don't want to receive that. I say, you didn't actually anticipate that in the year 2020 you will be engaged but God sent the right person to you you see I don't understand when it comes to marriage people don't want to receive the blessing of marriage you know why I've received it from my own I'll be married in the next two years okay so don't worry about me don't worry about me don't worry about me listen God has settled my case I'm okay all right now understand this so every eye be blinded, God has settled me, okay? Now understand this, understand this. Now, some of you don't want to actually take in what God is about to do through your marriage. Some of you don't know that God wants to bless you through your marriage. So when we talk about God's blowing the wind of favor and sending someone your way, what we are talking about is when God begins to connect you to your divine connectors. In the year 2020, may God connect you to your divine connectors. I'm prophesying now. May God connect you. May he connect you. May he connect you to the right person, the right business partner. Let me come down. You don't believe me. May God connect you to the right person. I rub my forehead and I prophesy to 15 people. God is going to connect you. If you can shout, it's coming to you if you can I said if you can scream it's coming to you hey. now listen to this listen to this please be seated I'm almost done I invited my friends from La Cite Hope Group they're gonna come and they're gonna praise us through the Congolese way we're going to Central Africa tonight now understand this it says then the Lord my goodness oh my gosh then the Lord gave us special strength. You see, I love that in the late night hour, God still thinks about our sustenance and our strength levels. You see, Elijah was tired of praying. He had prayed seven times. Some of you guys have grown weary because you love the beginning of a thing. But the end of the thing, you grow weary in the end of the thing. But it then says that even though Elijah was praying and praying and praying and he went seven times and still no cloud. By the time this cloud was black, it said then a special strength came. May you receive that type of special strength. Oh no, may you receive that special strength. You know what special strength does? It means in that late night, 
when you're writing your assignment and you've given up, God says, don't worry, I've sent special strength in the late night hour. It means when you are at work and you know, if not for the grace of God, I will slap my manager. A special strength comes to sustain you and contain you. When you want to just get up and say, I'm done, this job is canceled. God says a special strength is coming your way. I prophesy, let that special strength come to your home. Oh, can I preach? This is the last message I'm preaching. Can I pour out in 2019? Until I pour everything out, God can't feel me for 2020. Let me prophesy. You will receive special strength in 2020. And it says this. Can I let me just finish up right now? And it says this. Oh my goodness. It says he tucked his cloak into his belt. Oh my gosh. The very thing he had been praying with, the very thing that he was used to putting his head in. We learned at the leadership retreat, sometimes you have to take your cloak and hide yourself in your gift. Prof prophecy preached that powerful message. He says sometimes you got to take what God has used and what God has blessed through you and take that thing and wrap yourself in the promises of God. The cloak reminded him of the victories he's won, the times that he's prayed and called down fire from heaven, the times that he did all types of things. It's the cloak that he used and he takes that same cloak and he wraps himself in that cloak and it says in this scripture, he then takes the cloak and he tucks it in his belt as to say, my work has now been completed for it is finished. And as he takes his cloak and he puts it inside, it then says something that I, I can't even understand. I've, I've tried and I've, I've argued with it. It says he tucked his cloak into his belt. It says, and then he ran ahead of Ahab's chariot all the way to the entrance of Jezreel. Let me pause. Benga, a man is inside a chariot. I'm talking about horses. You know, we measure car speed by horsepower. <laughs> so you're talking about horsepower, not use, you know, we're talking about real horsepower. They're running because they're running to get to the gate of Jezreel, another town, because it's about to rain. And if they don't go, the prophet said the rain will stop them. And in those days, when you're talking about rain, you're talking about rains that can kill you if you do not leave because the rains will come down so strong. Mind you, had not rained in years. It was a drought. So it then says... Then God gave special strength to Elijah to, to the point whereby he outran the chariots. He outran the horses that were running. And then that's when God spoke to me. He said, as we're ending out this year, you know what's going to happen? That when we enter into 2020, when we're here praising God on January 1st, God says, then for those that belong to Campus Rush, for those who are in this house, a special strength is coming that you will start the year 2020 with some unusual acceleration. You will start this year with some extraordinary momentum. You will start this year with some special energy. You will start this year with some incredible motion. So much so that by the time you hit the month of June, there will be some incredible electricity that will rise through you. I see God giving people supernatural speed. How is it possible? Pastor Sam, talk to me. You're a theologian. You're in the same school that I went to school. Come to me. You say, he's in now, if you guys don't know, he's in Bible school. Let's clap for him now. He's getting his master's in the same master's that I got in. And, and, and Pastor Sam, through your theological eyes, does it make sense that you can outrun chariots? Talk to me. Impossible. Impossible. Benga, come here. You're into sciences and all that stuff. Is it possible scientifically? It's not possible. It's not possible. Tell me why it's not possible. Because, uh, 
the, the momentum, the speed horses go with. They are so good that they have to rate cars in that speed. Now imagine somebody who is not equally as strong as a horse running faster than those horses. Think about it. Can you move faster than a Bugatti? I rest my case. Do you know how many chariots were in the how many horses were the king's chariot? Now think of that. Multiply it. So let's say the king has a hundred horsepower. One man. It's ten times. It can't work. It can't work. But yet God says, Benga. See, that is the natural way of looking at things. But then God says, a special strength. A special strength. When we're talking about special, we're not talking about ordinary. We say a special. I prophesy that special strength is coming upon you. A special strength. 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 You won't see it coming, but a special strength will come upon you. Now let me pause right here. You guys know I'm a theologian. I love good sermons. I, this, this sermon doesn't make sense because I'm not going to get time to conclude it. So it won't make sense from the way I started and the way I ended. But the Holy Ghost told me to tell you a special strength is coming. So I pause my sermon and I change my title. It's no longer, it's, it's what is this title? It is finished. Now the title is A Special Strength. A special strength. A special strength. I see the special strength of the Lord coming upon you. Oh my God. Some of you guys have grown spiritually weary. A special strength is coming. Ah, ah, my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Oh my God. God told me the clouds had gathered and what he told me prophetically before I got here he said that we are to call down the rains of heaven you know why this is the way my sermon was going to connect because he said that the rains need to come down because 2020 is a year of harvest that's what he told me so now I'm prophesying about 2020 2020 is a year where you will reap everything you sowed in the year 2019 that's now how the sermon makes sense because in the year 2019 you've been like Elijah that went up and you've been praying now you see what Elijah did Elijah called for the rain but he left before he could enjoy it it said he got to the gate of Jezreel just as the prophet did and he left before he could see what he had prayed for some of you guys don't leave 2019 until you see what you prayed for in 2019 you can't go to 2020 before you see what you've prayed for in 2019 come to pass there's still 12 days so you know what our prayer is is now God let the clouds now bring forth rain let the clouds bring forth rain let the clouds bring forth rain you know why because when the rain comes a special strength enters when the rain comes 
a special strength enters and when the special strength comes we'll have the ability to outrun chariots I mean some of you guys in 2020 will leap over walls I mean you will run through troops I mean things will happen you won't understand it uh, can we take the next five minutes and begin to pray that the heavens will rain down so a special strength will come upon you come on raise your voice let's begin to pray Sam, get the mic. Nana, get. Let's pray. Let's pray. Come on, let's pray. If you're watching online, begin to clap and pray. If you're watching anywhere around the world, let's begin to pray right now. Isaiah 45 verse 8 the special strength of God was given when the skies became black and the rain was about to come your heavens need to open and as your heavens open special strength from the Lord comes to you now understand this Isaiah 45 8 says rain down you heavens from above and let the skies pour down righteousness let the earth open up someone shout open up shout it again say open up it says let the earth open up and bring forth salvation and righteousness let it spring up all together we're talking about the heavens opening up we're talking about the skies pouring down heavens open up oh heavens and pour out your righteousness let the earth open wide someone shout open wide someone shout open wide in these last 12 days let's pray that God will pour out everything he has for us in the year 2019 listen don't enter the year of 2020 without 
receiving all the blessings of 2019. Open up your voice right now as you raise your hands to heaven and shout, Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Open up! Open up! The portals of heaven! The portals of heaven! And pour me out! Pour me out! A blessing! A blessing! Pour me out! Pour me out! A blessing! A blessing! Let it rain! Let it rain! Let it rain! Let it rain! Let it pour! Let it pour! Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our podcast. We hope that God blessed you through this word, and we hope that you can be a partner, subscribe, and share with your friends. We can't wait to see you next time. God bless you.